Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Every problem, every situation has a name to it. Cancer's a name. Poverty is a name. Strife is a name. Are you understanding? Every name that is named has to bow down to the name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The name that's above every name. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just wait just a minute. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we worship you. Praise you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Glory to God. Anybody, turn the lights on where I can see you guys out there. Anyone, right now, right now, this moment, have pain. You're hurting physically. Okay, lift your hand right now. Glory to God. I'm going to speak, in fact, we all are going to speak the name of Jesus over that pain. In this service today, that pain is going to depart. The nature and the character, the source of that pain is going to dissolve. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, right? Say this with me out loud. In the name of Jesus, pain, you bow down to the authority of the name of Jesus the Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. It's going to bow down. Glory to God. Didn't, we didn't ask it if it wanted to. We're not asking for permission. We've already been given the right to invoke the name of Jesus. Glory to God. This is what we're going to do right now. Those that are uh, with uh, the young people that are with uh, 180, that's our 180 group, we're going to dismiss them right now. They're going to go into their small groups. They're going to be talking about the same stuff we're talking about in here. All right? So we're going to dismiss them. But while we're dismissing them, I want you to give somebody a high five, a handshake, and say, I'm glad you're here today. Let them know you're glad that they're here. You that are maybe new here, that uh, uh, we want to welcome you here to Omega Church. If you're searching, today we declare, in the name of Jesus, your search is over. Amen. Glory to God. It's not Omega Church. It's, it's Jesus, the head of the church. Amen. Glory to God. 
So we want to welcome you, tell you that we are glad that you're here, and uh, we want you to visit in the uh, lobby there at the close of the service. We have something special for you that are first time. Those that are viewing by live stream, we want to welcome you and those that are viewing for the very first time. And we're expanding. Everybody say expanding. expanding. Already got. Say this out loud. The word's getting out. All right. And you're going to help it. Okay. Yes. If you, you that are home folks, you're supposed to be shouting the name of Jesus in the streets and over your family. Uh, guess what? Zero in on one person a month. Not going to make this a big deal. Going to be easy for you. One person a month. Your assignment is to get them here if you can't do nothing else. Everybody say one person a month. I mean, you ought to be able to do that with ease. People love to be around you, little butterfly. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. <clears throat> uh, before we get into today's teaching, I'm going to ask something. I did not, uh, uh, I've kind of hinted about this before, but we're going to do this. Because there are people that are either new or uh, maybe been here a time or two or new. They're just as your first time here. Uh, if we, Zona and I haven't met you, we want to meet you at the close of the service right up here at the front. We want to greet you. Those that need special prayer, listen carefully. You need personal prayer. I'm going to do this. We, we did this before the pandemic, and we're going back to it. It's a, really a helping us to um, maximize the ministry and gift callings that are here that have not been maximized. So I'm going to publicly, uh, forgive me for not doing this privately, i like for Phyllis Livesey to stand right here. And i like for uh, Oldell Allen right here. Both of these have been in the ministry for uh, years. I know you look at them, you say, they, man, they're spring chickens. But they're, they're, these are what the Bible refers to as elders. Amen. Amen. At the close of the service, if you need prayer, personal prayer, because Zona and I can't get to everybody that we need to touch, all right? They're going to help us. And Phyllis, I'd like for you to come over on this wing, Pastor Odell over here on this wing, at the close of the service, and you can go right over there. They will give you the Word of God, and they will pray the prayer of faith. Okay? And I want us to maximize, maximize, everybody say maximize, their ministry. They've seen a lot of miracles. They prayed for a lot of people, and they know the Word works and the authority of the name of Jesus. So, uh, Zona and I are very much, not that somebody else couldn't pray for you, but I want you to understand these people have uh, uh, experienced and tried and true. All right? Thank you so much for helping me with that. Now, I want to get into some things today. But before I do, I got to make another announcement. Everybody say announcement. Yes. All right. The reason why I got to make it is because if I don't tell you, you're going to look right over. It's going to go right over your head. Okay? So I've got to, you know, I, I got to put the bit in the horse's mouth and slow him down. Because you need to hear this. Starting on uh, 
Sunday the 29th, our oral classes, Omega Institute of Learning is kicking back up for eight weeks on Sunday evening from four to six. And you say, Pastor Ronnie, are you trying to uh, <clears throat> wear us out? No, I'm trying to get you energized, all right? Because of what God wants uh, his people to do, we want to equip you. So from four to six on Sunday evening for eight weeks, we're going to have our oil classes. There's going to be three different oil classes going on at the same time. And that is what we call foundational classes for those that uh, may not, uh, we need, you, you need the foundation. It ain't going to hurt you to go back over the foundation anyway. All right. And then number two is the ministry of helps. And number three that we're instituting this time is the school of leadership. Now, in my opinion, I believe, no, I take it back. It's not my opinion. I believe every believer, Bible believer, is called to leadership. How can you lead someone to Jesus unless you're a leader? And everybody's called as a believer to lead somebody to Jesus. That's not just for certain people. So we have these established foundation, ministry of helps, and leadership. We'll be adding more to these as we go. You might as well get used to it. Omega Church is becoming an educational center. Okay? Quit looking to the secular world for your education. I'll prove it to you here in just a minute. Okay? So, that's what it's doing, and uh, it costs you 20 bucks, and that's for the material, because I want you to go use it and take it home with you, because you'll refer, it, uh, refer to it again. You say, Pastor Ronnie, man, that's a lot of church on Sunday. <laughs> you ought to be brought up the way I was brought up. <laughs> We'd have uh, special meetings for a month, every night, even if I went to school the next day. So, maybe that's what we need to get back to. Well, turn to your neighbor and say, hallelujah. I want to share some things with you today. We're going to deal with wisdom's light, part two, wisdom's light. As I do, I, I don't have time to go back on, over everything that we've already covered, but I am going to touch base with a few things. Don't, we're not leaving out Bible study either because Pastor Zona dealt with something. The wisdom of humility Thursday. Most people don't understand humility and they don't, let me help you understand. Fallen human nature is the most prideful beast you're ever going to conquer. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. Okay? And, and until you conquer that beast of fallen human nature, you're going to walk in ignorance. And the devil 
is going to cut you off from the blessings of God. Not that ignorance that comes from the devil. And he uses fallen human nature to do so. And every one of us have to deal with it. Don't look at me like you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. Every one of us have to deal with it. If you don't know Jesus, you can't deal with it. So you need to get that understanding. I, I, I wish I had time to go there because I have to go someplace to, today. But you, I'm, I'm saying do not miss these things. If you miss them, that's why we put them on live stream and then we put them on uh, uh, a podcast and so on and so forth so you can go back and listen to them. We understand our schedules are all different. I get that. But this is the time to equip you for this hour, for this moment. And we would be negligent in being pastors if we don't do our part to equip you for this moment. Okay? So that's what this is all about. All right, I'm saying that for a reason because I don't, I want to I touch on all those, but I don't have time. Go with me to Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Let's look here. Psalm 119, verse 105, actually 104 and 105. Listen to what it says. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Through the precepts, the Bible says, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. I've said this for years, and I'm going to go back to say it again. If a person would give themselves five years of diligence to the Word of God. Everybody say diligence. I'm not talking about five times in five years, you know, once at Easter. I'm talking about diligence to the Word of God for five years. You will never go back to the failures of the past. Because it's precept upon precept. Line upon line. Here a little, there a little. None of us have accomplished the ultimate where we don't need this anymore. I still have to confess the Word of God. All right? Look at verse 5. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I want to help you to see this again. The Word of God is a lamp when there's darkness all around us. It's a lamp. It shows you the step that you need to take when darkness is all around you and you can't see the pathway. He wants you to use the Word of God to show you the step you need to take. In whatever 
field of endeavor, whatever it may be, okay? Because how many of you have ever been so overwhelmed by circumstances you didn't know what you're supposed to do? The rest of you, you need to live a little longer, okay? Because everybody gets to that point. All of a sudden, disaster may show up and knock on your door. And you have a panic moment. If you don't, during that time, have the word of God to give you a lamp unto your feet, you will lose your coordination and direction to conquer it. Now, he says, it's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That word path means a path whereby someone's already preceded and blazed a trail. His name is Jesus. Okay? There's a victory for every situation. He's already blazed the trail. Now, what does it mean, a light unto my pathway? It means we're going to keep the Word of God as a lamp even when I'm in the dark and don't understand everything. I'm going to take a lamp to know where I put my next step. And eventually, as I keep walking, the daylight is going to arise. As it arises, it's going to shine light onto my path to say, Okay, that's where we, you've been telling me to go all this time. Are you following me? Those times will arise, but there's going to be a time of darkness where you don't know what to do. In the meantime, you're going to use the Word of God as a lamp unto your feet. Are you following me? Now, how many of you got a Bible with you? Lift, take it in your hand, place your hand on it. You that got electric, uh, electronic device, put your hand on the Bible app. <laughs> Not the other apps. <laughs> the Bible app. We're going to make a pledge. Okay? Say this with me out loud. I pledge allegiance, I pledge allegiance. To, the to the Bible. God's holy word. God's it is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. I will hide God's word in my heart that I might not sin against him. Now I want to say one, one other thing real quickly before we move on to other verses. Get ready to pull that same verse up uh, please, in the Passion Translation, Psalms 119, 104, and 1-5. All sin, all sin is a sin against God. Now, you could sin against somebody else while you're sinning against God at the same time. But all sin is an offense toward God first. Are you following me? All sin is a sin against God first. 
Number two. Number two. When you sin against God, you sin against yourself. Are you following me? So I don't care what kind of sin. If you steal from somebody, yes, you stole uh, uh, from somebody, you sinned against them. But first of all, you sinned against God. Because He didn't create you to be a thief. And then you sinned against yourself because now you've sowed a seed that's going to come back and bring a harvest to your life. So guess who you sinned against? Yourself. Are you listening? So understand why we hide God's word in our heart because the world is full of darkness. We think we're getting by with things. And in reality, we're getting off course and being off course. How many of you ever made a wrong turn in life? You don't raise your hand right now. Then guess what? You made a wrong turn by not telling the truth. God and Pastor Zona has said this over and over again. The blessing of repentance. God is calling people to repent in the church and in society as a whole. Okay? So we need to comprehend some things. Number one, we cannot neglect our way into deliverance. Did you hear that? You cannot neglect your way. And you cannot, you will not be able to stand before God in the day of judgment and plead ignorance. Are you following? I'm saying that as to the church, but I'm also saying it to society. We have entered into a time period this year where it has completed a cycle. At the end of a cycle is where paydays come. How many of you go to work on Monday and you get a payday during the, you know, probably Friday? I know that there's different pay periods, but you understand that you get a, you go to work. At the end of the work period, guess what you get? You get a payday. Turn to your neighbor and say, you get a payday. Everybody gets a payday. Everybody gets a payday. Everybody gets a payday. Everybody gets a payday. I think maybe next, the next time I speak, that I think I'm going to buy a bunch of paydays and hand them out. <laughs> On your way out. Because I may have some of you so sugar-minded that you go, and didn't hear a word I said. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hand out some payday. Everybody gets a payday. We've entered into a cycle called, in uh, this cycle in 2023, parallels with the Hebrew year 5783. It's a completion of a cycle. Payday. Retribution if you would, in which 
reward for decisions is going to be the last thing before we start a new period. So it's a closing out of a pay period and it's opening up a new one. Are you following me? So if I have been on the wrong side of things and I get a payday for being on the wrong side, I can repent in the new cycle. Are you following me? Retribution has come. Now what does that mean? Man, oh man. The Bible says, and I'm for time's sake... Uh, did you pull that up? Yeah, let's look at that. Uh, out of the Passion Translation. For your truth is the source of my understanding, not the falsehood of those who don't know you. Did y'all hear that? Which I despise. If someone is leading you that does not know God, it's going to cause you to believe falsehoods. True shining light guides me in my what? And decisions. The revelation of your word makes my path clear. Okay. I'm going to tell you some things today. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, I can't believe how stupid this generation is. When I get through telling you in a moment, your mouth is going to flop open. You won't believe it. In fact, you're going to say, Pastor Ronnie, that can't be so. Oh, it is. Just write this down. And Psalms 105 verse 19 says, Joseph had this dream. Remember? Studied Joseph. Joseph had this dream. And every situation around him was dark. But the word of God in that dream guided, listen carefully, his step in the middle of that darkness. And there came a time, the Bible says, that the word of God proved Joseph. When that happened, the daylight shone on all those steps he took in darkness to show the path of where God was taking him. Are you understanding what I just said? The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 30, verses 31, I mean, uh, chapter 30, verses 19 and 20, God says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I set before you blessing and cursing, life and death. Therefore, choose life that you may live and your children after you and that you may love the Lord your God with all your heart. So we got to choose. Everybody say choose. choose. Life is a series of choices in case you don't know it. You chose to be here this morning. You chose to get up even when your body says, I'm 
sleep. You chose to get up. You chose to be here. That is a series of choices. You chose to get up. You chose to get, get dressed. You chose to comb your hair, brush your teeth. You chose all of that. And you made the choice to be here. Nobody make that choice for you. God won't even make that choice for you. He sets before you blessing and cursing. Do you know that God set you in that voting booth to make you choose? God didn't, go, God didn't show up in that voting booth. You did. Are you following? I knew you was going to bring it into that, Pastor Ronnie. <laughs> we get our leaders based on our choices. Do you realize that I can't even be your pastor without you choosing me? I don't care how called I am. Doesn't matter how called I am. Doesn't care how anointed I am. You have to choose who your pastor is going to be. Some people choose not to have one. Oh man, I'm shouting down. I mean, tell you, this is fire from heaven. You chose that. Nobody else chose that. And some people have the wrong pastor. You think I'm joking. I'm not. There are some people that are in churches and ain't got no business being there. But they're doing it for convenience. And guess what? Convenience? Married? What? Compromise. Man, you pass the running, you're already getting... How many of you are going to let me finish? Okay. Isaiah 60, 1 through 5. Let's just read it out of the Amplified. I may not go that far, uh, but I want you to see this. Look at this. This is the hour we live in. This is talking about the time period. This is the hour we live in. I, you got it? I want you to get it out of the Amplified. While they're doing that, listen to this. Well, let me just... Mm. The wisdom, I know I won't go that far. I, I'm not ready for it. Let's go for it. All right, look at this. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Wake up 2020, 2021, and 2022. Rise to new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Verse 2, please. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you, 
uh, O Jerusalem, O His glory shall be seen on you. Verse 3. And nations shall come to your light. The light of your wisdom. And kings to the brightness of your rising. When God says in Isaiah 60 verse 1 to arise, He means become strong in the wisdom that comes from God. In order to live, a, in order to make a quality choice, you have to have the insight of God's wisdom. You have to have it. You cannot take the opinions of a perversion that's in the world and think, and think you are going to wind up choosing life. It's impossible. Because the wisdom of this world, listen carefully, James chapter 3 verses 13, I think through 18, says this, there's two wisdoms that operate. There's a wisdom that's in the earth. That wisdom is earthly, sensual, and demonic. What you're seeing in the darkness that covers our society is demonic insight. Demonic. Do you understand? Demonic insight. And we cannot afford to have one foot in that system and try to have another foot in the wisdom of God. They don't mix. I don't know about you, but i kind of been raised a country boy. And I remember every time I tried to cross a fence... And I had one foot on one side and another foot on the other side. And many times my foot slipped. Do you know that a lot of Christians are like that? And their foot is keep slipping and they keep wondering, why is this, why is this thing happening? Why does this keep happening? It's your stupid choices. Now, not any of you here are stupid because you chose to be here. I'm talking about the ignoramuses. Okay? <laughs> Y'all still love Jesus, right? In Deuteronomy, write this down again, chapter 4, verses 1 through 6, says that the precepts, the judgments, all of these things that God mapped out for the nation of Israel when He brought them out of the land of bondage and Moses went up into the mountain to get the commandments of the Lord. And by the way, on those stones was more than just the Ten Commandments. He spent 40 days instructing Moses. He comes down out of that mountain and he begins to in, in, institute all of it and so on and so forth. But he says in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 1 through 6, he said, what I've give, inscribed, in, uh, described to you and instructed you to do is your wisdom and understanding among the nations. You're different. Everybody say different. different. You're not supposed to be blending in. Amen. You're to stand out. 
The Bible says he's, he's, he's made to himself a peculiar people. Everybody say peculiar. peculiar. Now that doesn't mean being an oddball and a screwball. What it means is you're operating in a wisdom that is superior to the dark wisdom that's in the earth. You're going to be different. Everybody say different. And if you, listen carefully, if you're so insecure, then you need to get along with God. Well, nobody's going to like me. Where do you find in the Bible that God promised you that everybody's going to like you? Jesus said, there are many that don't like me, and if they don't like me, they surely ain't going to like you. Oh, my God. You understand I'm talking about all the ignoramuses that are not here. Okay, you're, you're smart. Proverbs chapter 9. This is where I want to go to, to wind up today's. Psalms chapter, I mean Proverbs chapter 9. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm getting excited. Because we live in a great opportunity right now. Proverbs chapter 9, we'll start with verse number 8. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he'll love thee. I'll never forget. When I was working for my brother-in-law, he built houses and from the ground up. I mean, he did everything from the foundation all the way up to the roof. And I'll never forget, I'd worked for him. I was probably about 15 14, 15 years old, and I was on the roof helping put those shingles down. And he, he, I'd go over there and I'd grab those roofing nails and I'd grab them like this. And they got big heads on them. And I'd do real good for a little bit and then I'd try to pick up my speed and then I'd miss the head. And I'd bust my thumb and it would bleed all over the place. And he'd see it after a little while, and he said, Ronnie, do not grab the nail with your, your pointer finger and your thumb. Grab it and put it in between these two fingers. And turn, you want your nail not to be busted all the time, right? He said, put the, put the nail in between there and hit it like that, and you'll be able to pick up the speed. And I'd always try to do it. And I'd get two or three, then I'd go back to this again. But I mean, I'd sit there and watch him, and I was trying to pick up the speed. I, I hated putting shingles on. But he'd just blow and go. And while I've got, you know, maybe a third of the shingles on, he's got, you know, he's probably got two or three times ahead of me. And I'd go back and try to do that over again until I just, I got frustrated. Just, I'm going to just bust it and keep going. Now, it helped him because he always smoked. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was easier for him. <laughs> but it wasn't for me. My point is I should have I, I, I made myself learn that. 
You know a lot of people are still trying to do it and being stubborn with not learning to develop, putting it down right. Turn to your neighbor and say, all of them go to the other church. The one they're not supposed to go to. <laughs> Listen, reprove not a scorner, least he hate thee. Man, I hated listening to him. And then I was mad for busting my thumb. So what did I do with the information he got? I scorned it. This is what I did. I made an excuse, well, you, you're a smoker. You can do, you, you're used to doing that. I'm not. Hello. I make all the excuses in the world from not developing that skill. And guess what I kept getting? Busted thumbs. My thumb underneath the nail was black all the time. Thank God it got delivered from putting shingles on. <laughs> Rebuke a wise man and he'll love thee. Give instruction to a wise man and he will yet be what? Wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in what? Learning. Now listen very carefully. I heard one uh, uh, guy, a financial guy one time, says, listen, I am not a financial teacher. He said, because there's no such thing as teaching. And I thought, whoa, whoa that doesn't sound right. He said, the only thing there is is learning. That's the reason why you could take someone who could be the best teacher and you still not learn anything from them. I got great examples of that growing, uh, going to, to, through school. Had some great teachers. But I wasn't wise. I didn't increase in learning. I got a diploma that says I'm stupid. <laughs> don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. A wise person, doesn't matter their age, a wise person... You give them instruction and they will increase in what? Learning. So we can teach. Listen, as a pastor and, and as a teacher, I've taught and taught and taught and taught and taught and a handful of people learn. You know why? Because it's not the teacher, it's the learner. Listen. If you're looking for teaching to be perfect before you get it, you ain't getting it. Turn to your neighbor and say, now he's talking about everybody at that other church. Watch carefully. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What's the beginning of wisdom? The fear of the Lord. Now, wisdom, wisdom is not knowledge. N let me break this down as quickly and easily as I know how. Knowledge is information. When we're talking about knowledge, we're, talk we're talking about correct, we're not talking about false knowledge. Correct and precise knowledge. Truth. Okay? That's information that you didn't have. When I... Everything about knowledge is, listen carefully, when I say theory, I don't mean it's not proven. I mean it's theory to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
When you're first introduced something that you don't know, it's theory to you. That's what classroom is. It's introducing you to information you don't know. Wisdom is the ability to use that information in its correct form. So if I take truth, which is information I don't know, and I use earthly, sensual, demonic wisdom, I will misuse the correct, precise information, and it will be a lie. Are you following? So wisdom, when we're talking about wisdom, we're talking about the correct use of precise, correct knowledge. And you, you and I as believers are called on to operate in wisdom from above, which will take, listen carefully, the knowledge of the written word and become skilled with it. Are you following me? Skilled with it in our lives. Now I want to warn you, you're going to have to battle false human pride, okay, that loves ignorance. It loves to be stupid. Because, bless God, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. And then those that do influence you to do something, if you don't know the source of their information and wisdom, you can fall prey to false information. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And the church has not understood why we're here. We've not understood why we're here. We think that we're here to just do the best we can so when we, get to, when we die, we get to go to heaven. That is not true. Never has been the truth. That is some man-made thing taught behind the pulpit because someone didn't have the courage to talk to a crowd the way they need to be talked to. Now we got churches that are anti-Bible and anti-God and they call themselves Christian. And many people are going to that kind of a church. If the blind... Jesus said this. I didn't say it. So you get mad, get mad at Jesus. He said if the blind lead the blind, both the one that's leading... And the blind that's following, both of them going to find ourselves in a ditch. We've been in a ditch in America. Because the blind has led the blind. Don't bother me with your clocks. I'm going to finish this today. And then me and Zona's going to go out of town and we'll be gone for two weeks and then you can get back on your clock. Trey ain't going to let that happen. I mean, you either want to learn or you don't want to. All right, listen to this. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You have, to, you have to give a reverence to God. When God says it ought to make everything in your life stop and listen to what's being said. But if you throw God's wisdom in the category of everybody else's opinion, are you following me? If you do that, you're going to wind up in the ditch. You're going to wind up choosing a blind man to lead you. Look at this. This is one of the most amazing things. This is the next part of this verse. The knowledge, the information of the holy is understanding. Now listen very, very carefully what I'm fixing to say. Pay attention right here. It's not just talking about the, the knowledge of the holy, uh, 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 the holy one. It includes him for sure. That's first and foremost. But it's the knowledge of His holiness. What is holiness? Holiness doesn't mean that you act religious. Holiness means there's a right way to live and a wrong way to live. And God has set man to be sanctified in a correct lifestyle. You follow me? And if we don't find out that correct lifestyle, we don't understand life. We don't understand it. Let me read the rest of this, and then I'm going to make a few comments. You ready for your mouth to flop open? Yeah. Listen to what it says. Now, wisdom is speaking. It says, for by me thy days shall be multiplied. A lot of people have no idea that their lives are being cut short. And the years of thy life shall be increased. Not walking in the wisdom of God can absolutely cut your lifespan short. Not only your lifespan, but cause you not to fulfill your destiny while you're here on earth. But if thou be wise, look at verse 12. You got a Bible, you better underline this, mark it, and say, He's talking to me now. If, that, if thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shalt bear it. Turn to your neighbor and say, He's talking to me. Because I don't want you to put this on somebody else. Now, I want you to listen to this. You're talking about the blind leading the blind. I'm going to be specific right here and give you quotations. You can go back and look at it. Just this Friday, I was listening to Glenn Beck. I knew you was a conservative. <laughs> I'm amazed at what I'm fixing to tell you. I am, I am, I'm still to this day cannot believe what I heard. And it was a recording of a congressman in 2010. How far back? 2010. He is questioning an admiral about the island of Guam. And he says, he goes through all the statistics of how long the island is, how wide the island is, and we know that we've got... Uh, 
you know, servicemen there and so on and so forth. And he said, my concern, sir, is that that island is going to capsize because we're not making a balance on it. <laughs> the admiral had more guts than I did because I'd have probably been in his face, you moron. Anybody here believe that that's stupid? You know what's even more stupid? He was reelected six times. You don't think the church's work is cut out for it? I got an email yesterday. From Liberty Council. This ought to make you blood boil here. Matt Stafford, Stafford, S-T-A-V-E-R. In Washington, D.C., quote, in Washington, D.C., evidence has now surfaced that babies were killed after being born. And then their bodies were burned to create electricity in the Baltimore area. Now you understand what we're dealing with. You're dealing with demons. You're either going to operate in the wisdom that's from above or you're going to follow the wisdom that's full of demonic spirits. Yet, in the wisdom of the day, this kind of leadership wants to do away with natural gas in stoves in your house. Yes. And you say, now, Pastor Ronnie, now you're just getting into politics. No, I'm getting into a way of life. Yes. It's affecting you on your everyday living. People don't know this kind of stuff. You know why? They're blind. The spirit of darkness and gross darkness has covered our generation. And the only thing that's going to shed light on your life and my life is the word of God to give us a lamp unto our feet during this gross darkness until the day star arises and shows you where he's taking you. Glory to God. Arise and shine for thy light has come. A distinction has come and the consequences of good choices and bad choices have to have a payday in order for people to repent. Now let me ask you a question. How long is it going to keep us keep busting our thumb when there's a right way to do it?
I'm going to make another statement. You might as well just get ready for it. This is a big hint. The only education that's worth having is a Christian education. Every diploma that's anti-God tells you are educated fool. You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, how can you make that statement? I can tell you how can make that statement. Fools say there is no God. That's what our education system has done. It says there is no God. And yet, you want to spend tens of thousands of dollars to get your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren to get a diploma by idiocy. And then they come to live with you after they graduated <laughs> because they can't get a job. You say, Pastor Ronnie, are you telling me my diplomas? No. I said to all those people at the other church. Because <laughs> you made a choice to be here. The problem is the church has allowed this. Do you know the educational system in America was started and founded by the church. And when we vacated it, it became secularized anti-God. Yes. We have got a lot. God's got a lot of work for the church to do. Yes. Now let me ask you a question. How many of you believe that CNN, ABC, CBS... All the knotheads would have told you about those babies or that congressman. So the source of your information is just as important as the information. And yet Christians love the view. The view of stupid. You say, Pastor Ronnie, why are you getting on there? I'm trying to tell you, this is a time of waking up. It's a time to wake up. The light has come. Arise and shine. Quit. You know what he's saying? Arise and shine and quit living in darkness. And, and don't keep your mouth shut. Do you realize that you were called to preach the gospel? Do you know what preach means? You are there to open your mouth and declare the good news. You don't have to be stupid anymore. Amen. Jump to your feet. Y'all's prayers have been answered. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Like I said Wednesday night, at the conclusion, the light of his glorious gospel has shined. I like it like the red roof end, and we'll leave the light on for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're going to turn it on and leave it on for you. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. 
We give you praise. We worship you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. How many of you that had the pain have still got it? What did I tell you at the beginning? Who did that? Did I lay hands on you? Did anybody lay hands on you? The Word brought a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path for your healing. Amen. The Word did that. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, we worship you. Thank you for your Word coming alive to this generation. Thank you for your written Word. Thank you for the living Word. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. We would be most miserable without you. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But begin to praise the Lord right now. Begin to praise him. Begin to thank him. Thank you for his word. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you cause us to fall in love with your word more than ever. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. The wisdom of your word bringing understanding and lightening the eyes of our understanding that we may know the hope of your calling. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of wisdom. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Holy is your name. You're true and you're righteous. Your word endures forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I want to tell you, God is inviting the church to arise and shine. Shine in that wisdom that's being imparted to you by the Holy Spirit. Shine in it. Don't apologize for it. Don't take a back seat to it. Don't, don't let this generation, with all of its darkness, cause you to put your lamp and your light under a bushel. Cause it to be out there on the candlestick. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You want to see society change to go back to wisdom, then you're going to have to shine your light. Don't apologize for it, even if it means you've got to be standing there alone for a little while. Glory to God. Let me tell you what happens. Every time this happens at my house, at night, during, particularly in the, in the summer, when I turn on the light on the outside and it starts getting dark outside and I turn the light, all the bugs show up. <laughs> Glory to God. The bugs are going to show up. And they're going to be converted to that light. Yes. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if darkness is bugging you, just let you know that the bugs are going to show up. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, rise and shine. Rise and shine. Listen, God's miraculous power is being unleashed in a generation that's full of darkness. And it's going to bring forth a light. The greatest, listen, if the church only knew, God is saying, getting, get ready for the greatest outpouring of my spirit has come. It's not going to be business as usual. Never, it's not, the end times is not going to be business as usual. It's the closing of an age. Glory to God. You say, Pastor Ronnie, I thought you was through. I threw this is the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Phyllis, you have something? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, the darkness has had its day, but the light of the glorious gospel has come. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we worship you and we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for your favor surrounding us like a shield, following us everywhere we go. We're hearing your voice and the voice of another we're not following. Lord, we thank you that you've given your angels charge over us, our families, our properties, and our goods, and you've given us the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus to use, which we invoke. And we declare in the name of Jesus there'll be no tragedy named among any of us. Father, we thank you right now that you're filling us so full of your love that as we go into our everyday lives, every person we come in contact with, as we touch them, 
the light of your glorious gospel would ooze out of us and touch them with the gospel of the truth. We give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Everybody said amen. amen. If you need a prayer, uh, Phyllis will be over here. Odell will be over here and they'll be glad to pray with you. Don't forget, on the 29th, we start all our classes. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.